0: Welcome to the Mary Gostolo Girl Ahead podcast, the weekly unique insight into luxury hospitality around the world by those who know it best. Produced by Allmont Global and brought to you by JetX. Upgrade to a class above first and enjoy the freedom of travel with JetX, a global leader in private aviation inspired by luxury beyond compare. Wherever you wish to fly, JetX can take you there in utmost safety, comfort, and style, at your own schedule and pace. Whether on business or leisure, the world is yours to enjoy with JetX. What are the Outras? Well, the Ultras are a set of awards, um, as you know. Before um, Ultra Travel started in two thousand and four, for twenty years I did Business Traveler magazine, and we had an awards event, uh, which became just a nice way to get the brand out to people, but also a nice way to get some readers and genuine consumers to vote on who they thought were the best travel suppliers.
1: And unlike so many other awards and honestly sometimes I think the industry is drowning in awards these are completely transparent you know who has been voting for them well not actually who has been but who could vote which is a unique feature
0: yes I mean in um, ultra travel started as you know in 2004 with the daily telegraph so we had an awful lot of readers that came through the Daily Telegraph. Now that Ultra Travel is published, um, effectively in partnership with GHA, because we have access to their 21 million database um, of their lovely Discovery members, um, and we're able to choose from that membership, the most active ones, um, with the extraordinary statistic that Ultra Travel now goes to 1.2 million um, of those members, they're the most active, and they spend between them half a billion dollars a year just on luxury hotels. So, uh, And that's just the luxury hotels within the Global Hotel Alliance platform. Of course, they'll no doubt spend on other hotels as well. So we're able to go to them. They are very frequent users. um, And sometimes i have to take the brickbats because um, it goes to people who the readers vote for and yes they have to be credible uh, but i I noticed some laughter last week for example you were at the event last week which was at the pan pacific in london and the pan pacific in london was shortlisted as one of uh, the best new hotels and when that shortlist came up I remember there was a big murmur amongst the big crowd at the ultras who thought, "Oh, this is a big put-up job." Uh, the Pan Pacific must have won it in um, in exchange for um, having the awards within the hotel. And then it didn't go to the Pan Pacific; uh, it went to um, another hotel. And it probably would have been more commercially um, happy for me had it gone to the Pan Pacific. But you're right; it's much nicer having awards that are completely independent, voted for by readers and as you saw last week we had one award which I thought was a very important one to introduce was Sustainable Hotel of the Year and we got the organisation Positive Luxury to have a completely independent judging panel um, to vote on which way of, on which they thought was the best. So uh, it's, it's a much nicer way to do it because then you can absolutely stand by the results.
1: So tangible openness is very, very important. We're not going to stop the flood of awards coming up. Um, What do awards do, do you think, to the hotel recipient?
0: Well, as you know, hotels love awards and they love getting awards. What I think is so important, and that goes to your point about openness, is really the most important thing anything uh, all of us have got in the industry um, is credibility and I think if you have awards that aren't transparent and that aren't credible then there's no reason why the recipients shouldn't um, celebrate it and promote it because they are innocent most of them recipients of the awards Uh, but I think it's much nicer for the recipients if they know that it's through a transparent process.
1: You must have come across some winners in your uh, few years. I won't say any more of of having award of having organised awards that have been very creative in using the award subsequently for promotion for public for uh, publicity. Can you share any such incidents?
0: I think the most memorable was the redoubtable Richard Branson. Uh, when at a business traveller lunch, um, a Virgin Atlantic won an award, and it was not so much the fact they won an award, but at that lunch, uh, we had, um, for the very good reason that she was then the owner of the Plaza Hotel um, in New York, uh, but we had Ivana Trump. Um, as one of our guests there. And uh, I don't think Richard Branson had ever met her before, but he decided to walk in. Um, and it was a wonderful way to go on all the publicity. He literally turned her upside down. And um, uh, he turned her upside down and her legs were over his shoulders and her head was um, near the floor. And of course, that was the photograph that everybody ran with. But he then ran a promotion on the award, uh, saying, once again, Virgin turns up Trump's which um was i didn't mind people using my event to steal a lot of publicity because it also gets publicity for the event but i thought that was particularly clever and creative
1: that shows that creativity can be used in a in a variety of ways what do you think awards do for owners of properties nick
0: well i think everybody likes if their property is measured and measured successfully uh, and measured credibly against their competitive sets, against other uh, hotels in the region or other hotels in the world, I think it's a really good benchmark because, obviously, as, as you've talked about a lot in, in your newsletters and podcasts, luxury is such a subjective thing. Um, and we're constantly asking consumers what luxury means. and It means different things at different times and over different eras it means different things but you just know that at that point in time that voting base has voted your hotel as better than its competitors in whatever category it is and i think that's a really good benchmark because at the end of the day the consumer is the judge of all of us and the one thing we know is that A hotel or any other travel supplier can only be successful, um, as Sir Tim Clark said in the Ultra Travel Forum during the afternoon, if it actually has a product that appeals to consumers and awards are in a way the ultimate test. It's a photograph at that one point in the year when they vote as to which of the products in certain categories they vote is the best. And I think that if an award is credible, I think it's a great thing for a hotel to have uh, because it just means that what they're doing has been appreciated by the ultimate customer.
1: And it is a great way of motivation. As you know, Nick, I had the great honour of hand-carrying the 2022 Ultra Best New Hotel of the Year, award from London to Tel Aviv because I was going as it happened and this is completely above board obviously I happened to be going to the David Kempinski in Tel Aviv which won so to save various postages and things like that I offered to hand carry the award needless to say I was terrified I would leave it on the plane or drop it or something (coughs) however It was handed over and any staff member who could get off duty at that particular point was given half an hour's notice to gather. And we had the most junior kitchen people. We had roommates. We had the entire food and beverage team. I don't think any any guest could get any service for about half an hour. And they all gathered up the stairs so perched on the steps they were beaming it was as though father christmas had come even the most junior person oh and by the way the only person not there because i think he was on well there were two people not there one was the gm guy tayman who was in new york on business the other was the hotel's telephone operator remember it's a new hotel he is 86 years old how wonderful and speaks seven languages and I think he was on duty so awards are terrific well they are
0: it was actually it was the David um, in Kempinski in in the David Kempinski in Tel Aviv that actually beat the Pan Pacific to best new hotel because as you say um, it is a new hotel and it's just it's human nature to enjoy recognition and recognition for what you do, because hotel teams and their management and the owners work very, very hard to create a product that is appealing uh, and is successful amongst consumers. So to have that recognized and confirmed is just wonderful for everybody, from the owner and the GM down to the 86-year-old telephone operator. It, It basically is recognition that, yeah, what you're doing is going down really well and the ultimate consumer, which is really the only proper test, really likes it.
1: And you never know what little thing the ultimate consumer is going to pick up. In the case of the best hotel, in the world according to the outras 2022 which is capella singapore it could well be the way that the designer andre foo has brought greenery into the bedroom so the color of the trees outside is echoed now in the rooms in the case of the best new hotel it could be that first of all you can step right out onto the beach it's a city hotel, and it's it's right on the beach. They also, in their club lounge, have a make-your-own ice cream machine, so you can make your own ice cream. It's little things, and then, of course, it's always the, the person serving your coffee who brings it quickly, who, who delivers it with a smile, all of these things.
0: That's yes. right, and well, uh, Capella Singapore, the awarded actually one was ultra travel collection hotel of the year because as you know ultra travel collection is the segment of um, ultra luxury elite hotels within the, um, Discovery program, which now has over 800 hotels within, within Global Hotel Alliance. And that, in a way, is almost the, the ultimate accolade because the way that is judged is not actually by votes of the readers of the magazine, it is literally by the business that that hotel attracts from people who signed up to the programme, across all 21 million, people who signed up to the programme with another brand, what of course is called cross-brand sales. So all those consumers who signed up by staying at an Anantara, or a Kempinski, or a Corinthia or one of the Longano collection hotels, one of the 40 brands within Global Hotel Alliance, if they signed up at a different brand and chose to stay at Capella Singapore, which is cross-brand they found the hotel because they've signed up they now get as you know their discovery dollars on their app and where can they spend it in the world and everybody dives into the discovery app to see well where can i spend it that hotel capella singapore attracted more bookings from people who signed up with another brand more cross-brand bookings than any other hotel in the all 800 plus hotels in discovery and that again is the ultimate accolade they actually chose it uh, and chose the hotel to book and stay at um, and it is a it is a, a terrific hotel, and it even works for people. If you're on business in Singapore, you just go over the causeway, and it's it's a it's a, it's it's been a, it's a great product, and it's been around, and was even chosen by Trump and Kim for their for their summit a few years ago. That
1: is another accolade. Do you benchmark with uh, other awards, Nick?
0: I don't really because. I suppose everybody does the awards the way they think is right and so yes we've we've talked about you know unnamed awards that we may or may not think are credible but that's up to them how how they do it and so i don't really benchmark i love looking at the you know travel and leisure world's best and um, and the Condé Traveler lists and the others uh, because everybody does it slightly differently. Uh, they may judge it on certain criteria and they may some may have a judging panel. Uh, some may actually have a a list of hotels for people to vote for. I tend to. Just want it to be open ended because they don't really think it's it's my job to tell a consumer who you are able to vote for. Um, but everybody does it differently. So if awards are all done on on a different basis, it's very difficult to um, to benchmark. But it doesn't mean that the way I do it is any more credible than a lot of others. It's just we all do it in a different way. So it it's, it's difficult to draw direct comparisons.
1: Any tips for? hotel owners who
0: would love to have their property? Um, I just think just just always always concentrate on the consumer Uh, and I know the vast majority do that but you will have been into more hotels than probably anybody else uh, that not only I know but anybody else that might listen to this podcast and you will come across endless examples where I suppose you'd call it style before substance where uh, it looks great but it's not practical Um, and there are so many examples that you come across in a luxury hotel that you just want to be somewhere really lovely and comfortable to stay in that you look and you think well that's not practical it looks very nice but I would never do that in my own home because it's not practical Uh, and the one I all
1: yes I'd like to say that a quick message to owners don't stop the paint brushes working sometimes it's just a little thing that pulls down the whole image i stayed in a hotel the other night which was obviously going to be a aim- it to be nameless where the doors are scuffed all it would take would be a coat of paint and that could make the difference
0: and it, and it is and it is though you're right mary it is those little things that you notice And you notice when they're not there or when they're not good. Um, It's those little things you notice that just makes you think. I mean, you know, the the sort of joke one I tell, but in a way it's sort of half serious, is when you're at a hotel and so many of them do it. um, And you get out of the shower and you look for your toweling robe, uh, which is hanging up. Um, about 20 feet away um, and has been taken prisoner, uh, tied so tightly with its own belt uh, that you have to wrestle with it to undo it. And the belt has actually been taken out of its loops in order to do that. Um, And so you think, now, why would somebody think, yes, it looks very pretty hanging up on that hook over there.
2: Nick, you are such an enthusiast for life. You are somebody who honestly makes everyone around you feel, hey, let's do a little bit better and let's go that extra mile. And that's what ultra travel is all about. Next episode, I'm starting a month-long program of looking at individual properties that have something special about them. I'm kicking off next week with Brian Gulbrandt, who is in charge of Wynn Las Vegas. That's at least two properties, if not more, and a golf course, and fabulous shopping. Oh, and of course, there's a casino thrown in. Brian has lots to share, and I can't wait for you to be with me to share him speaking next episode. See
0: you then. Join us next week for another exciting insight into the world of luxury travel. And don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about the show.